Do you believe there is more to your career than waiting for the gold watch in 40 years? Did you know that the average American spends 200 hours a year commuting to a job they probably hate? Does it frost your ass to get a 2% raise that barely keeps up with the rate of inflation? Have you ever worked for a boss hole? We know how you feel, and we want to help. Welcome to the Boss Free Society Podcast, your entertaining entrepreneur therapy session with your hosts, Tim Wambach and Patty Dominguez. Couch not included. Happy Friday. We're back with another edition of He Said, She Said. Patty, how you doing today? I am awesome. Why? Because it's Friday. It's Friday, T, although it really doesn't matter because we bring in the same level of juice as long as there's a day that ends with D-A-Y. Exactly. Friday is no different than Tuesday uh, in our world, and pretty much Saturday and Mondays are the same thing, too. <laughs> exactly. Maybe a little different for you because you have kids. But. I do. I have kids, and, I, and, and keeping them home on Saturday and Sunday and entertaining them, and then they are starting to really kind of branch out into their own, hang out with their friends, and really find their own tracks because so. I, I don't want to throw you under the bus here, but I, I do think that I heard remember, remember you saying that now that your kids are back in school, that you're able to get more shit done. This is true. There was a major <laughs> focus on celebration at the beginning of September, man. It's awesome. So yay for back to school. <laughs> so we digress. Patty, what are we going to drop on our Boss Free Ballers today? So in today's He Said, She Said, we wanted to talk about some killer tips for networking like a boss. I mean, we all know that networking is super critical to business growth, right? And But here's the deal. The right kind of networking is where it's at, where you're really pinpointing with influencers and power players that can expose you to a higher level of opportunities. Because we've all been in those kind of networking events that are like $10 to show up. It's just a different level of people. Now, if you're looking to collaborate and shorten that time to success, Look at what someone else has that is just really playing full out, and where can you find them? It's all it's proximity is power, right? Yes. And by by going to these networking events, you really have to have a strategy before you walk in the door. Exactly, exactly. So that is really the reason on this episode we're covering the seven tips for networking like a boss. And Tim, do you want to take number one? Roll yeah. out number one. Roll out number one. It really is. It's give without expectation. So when you are at a networking event, you're not looking to take as many things as you can get. You want to give as much as you can give because as we always talk about the law of reciprocity, that when you give – more comes back to you. So when you're talking with these individuals, really see how you can improve their situation, whether that be there's a person that you can introduce them to, there is a connection that you have at a company, or um, maybe you could help them get interviewed on a podcast like ours. But the, the point is, see how where what value you can bring to each person that you meet at a network at a networking event. Absolutely. So this has everything to do with forming relationships, right? One relationship at a time, really seeking to understand where you can add value for that power player or influencer so that you get noticed 
because I've heard on more than one occasion where there's uh, really powerful people or influencers that, that have people that contact them and say, hey, can you be my mentor? Or hey, can you help me with this? Or Tim, you've talked about the fact that people contact you all the time for handicap this and say, hey, can you do me a favor and promote me? But all they're doing is coming from the place of wanting to take. Exactly. And it, I, and pretty much when that happens, I I don't even respond to them because well, it's it's an email or a Facebook message. So I, I typically just kind of done done on to the next one. That's kind of that's kind of how how I how I am when people are just unabashedly asking for promotion without even knowing who we are or how we really could help them. Exactly. So there you go. That's. Tip number one, give without expectation. Understand the power of relationships and the law of reciprocity will be yours. So tip number two, we're calling it six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Everyone knows Kevin Bacon. I love this one. And isn't it funny that people do know this game, the six degrees of Kevin Bacon? And it's funny that that's how how this, whatever you want to call this, has come about in in folklore and pop culture pop culture is what i was looking for yes pop culture kevin bacon is the new i don't know who the old one was but it's kevin bacon (laughs) okay so kevin bacon six degrees of kevin bacon we're talking about there is a very high probability that that power player or that killer influencer is someone that's connected to someone you know Right there, there could be some mutual friends, and so how do you find this out, Tim? Well, you find it out by having a conversation and seeing where your connections are, seeing where your similarities are, and just by by having a conversation and being interested in the other person. Being interested in the other person is going to help you find a whole swell of of information that fruitful for you later on in that relationship. So here's an ethical or killer tip. This is a ninja tip we're going to drop. You can ethically stock their digital footprint, meaning taking a look at what their LinkedIn profile says. Maybe you're connected via LinkedIn in different degrees. Look at their Facebook, their interests, what are they passionate about? So if they're a huge fan of a football team or they're really into a specific non-for-profit or they have a special love for something in particular, it's, it's really doing the research on that influencer or power player to understand what interests them the most. You know, I just think it was in Gary Vaynerchuk's, one of his podcasts, uh, he talks about this specifically. One of his... I don't know if it was, if it was a follower of his or I'm not exactly sure the context of the whole situation, but the, the net net is that, (laughs) that uh, Gary Vaynerchuk sent a Brian Urlacher Jersey to one of his clients who was a huge bears fan. And this was obviously a few years ago, but that was something that this, this guy, when he received that Jersey, you know, went over the moon because how many, how many people send jerseys to one another? Now, again, you would not be in a position to do something exactly like that, but that the you can still take away the, the, the message there and get value out of how to contribute to someone else. There you go. So that is number two, six degrees of Kevin Bacon, really doing the research and understanding how you're connected to them. Tip number three, it is all about quality, not quantity. Here's what I mean. Have you ever been to a networking event where you go around, you're meeting people, you're exchanging cards, it's that whole uh, exchanging cards game, right? Then at the end of the night, you have a big pile of 
of business cards and there's a high probability that you don't do anything with them. Instead, they sit probably in some corner of your desk and you never follow through. Well, what if you didn't bring any business cards to your networking event? And this is actually what I do. I don't have business cards. Technically, I do, but I don't have them with me and don't pass them out because I have found a little trick that has helped me even greater is I'm really interested in hearing what people have to say, what they're passionate about, what their business is about, etc. And then if I see that there's commonalities, if there's a way for us to network, I'm like, hey, I'd love to connect with you on Facebook or hey, I'd love to connect with you on social media, which means you can find them on LinkedIn and Facebook and Instagram, etc. And so when you do that, it's almost like you are now creating a relationship online because they're looking at your Facebook page. You can message them, hey, what's going on, which is a lot better than just grabbing their business card and never following up. So in that moment where you're finding those commonalities or you're really vibing with that person, take out your smartphone, check them out on Facebook. And that has been way better of an approach than me just randomly handing somebody a business card and then never hearing from them again. By being able to do a little bit of luthing or, uh, you know, digging in a little bit, that definitely able puts put some things in your in your favor, no doubt. But really what you're, what you're talking about leads us to number four. And that really is that the fortune is in the follow up. And there's no use of collecting all these business cards if you're just going to leave them in a drawer somewhere and not take any action on connecting with them in the future. Right. So the fortunes of the follow-up, how can you maybe put a note on your phone, put a note in your calendar of when you're going to follow up with them systematically? And there are certain people that are just so good at networking that, that are very systematic with that. You can do that with some kind of a CRM tool like Salesforce or Basecamp. We'll put that in the show notes. But just put yourself in a situation where you're being purposefully scheduling follow-ups with people, or if you see an article of interest, or if you see something that comes to mind, reach out, leave somebody a Voxer message, or you can do a voice message on Facebook just to continue the conversation as you come across and think about something that they may, that may be of use to them. That's really adding value. And, and another thing what you could do is when you get the business card, maybe like the evening after, when you come back home after um, the, the event, you can look at the business cards and try to remember that conversation you had with that person and put put some notes on the card, you know, and, and really use the, what you remember from them to really help you when you're following up. So you have, so you're not just come coming cold and be like, Oh yeah, I, I met you the last Tuesday at that event. Uh, let me see. It was at the rock bottom. You know, you, you want to be able to have something specific that to, to give them maybe, you know, you, you found out that that their child's birthday is right around the corner. So you could, you know, ask, Hey, have you gotten that, that birthday gift yet? Or something along those lines that can really make it personal. Here's the thing is where I don't have the business card, so I don't pass them out. But if somebody gives me one, yeah, I'll do it. But I'm for me, I'm a little bit more digitally inclined. So I'll just kind of I'll reach out to them on Facebook and then just start the conversation off of Facebook. If you decide to collect the business cards and to make the notes and stuff like that, it's another approach. I depend so much more on the digital side of things because I'm telling you, every time that I've done the business card thing, I just don't keep them. There's two ways to do it, I guess. 
Sure. Well, there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of different ways. I guess the bottom line is you want to make that connection. I don't want to say as soon as possible, but you don't want to wait too long after exactly. the event. And how whatever fits, whatever floats your boat, whether that's digitally or the old-fashioned way, the point of the whole thing is that you want to follow up and do that in whatever whatever strategy that you use, whatever strategy that's best it's you to move that forward. So number five, tip number five is find out what's important to them. And again, this goes into that whole point of mildly stalking them and really getting an understanding as you're continuing the relationship with them, contacting them systematically. You're going to be finding more about what's important to them. Just kind of have that in the back of your mind because as you're nurturing the relationship, we if you think about it, you're planting seeds into the relationship, again, with no expectation to take, but expectation to focus on the relationship. Finding out what's important to them is really critical to that process. Well, I think you hit the nail on the head right there with what you said about relationship. You're building a relationship. So you're not looking to close that person or get something from that person on the first contact, first call, the first follow-up email, whatever the case may be. You're looking at building a relationship so that you can better serve uh, this person or and and so that they can help serve you as well. And, and it's a symbiotic relationship, not someone that you're just taking, but you're actually giving value to that person so that it's it really is, uh, you know, value on both ends of the spectrum and not just one sided. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, tip number six, as we're closing in toward the end, it is be a mile wide with your networking. Here's what we mean. It's really being diversified in the type of people that you're connecting with from perhaps like all kinds of industries, different walks of life. You never know as you're expanding your network how it's all going to fit in. But I have two people in mind that I think about immediately. The one guy is AJ Amex. We had him on our show. He's a Twitter rock star. And Roberto Candelaria, the sponsorship king, those two are exceptional at networking. No doubt. I remember you you posted something on Facebook a couple of weeks ago about it was a, w- a website question, something that was wrong with with the Boss Free Society website, and AJ literally re- responded to you with a connection of one of the developers of WordPress, and we have a WordPress site. So it was like this just crazy connection right off the bat with uh, some pretty pretty high-level people. I mean, we should almost do a show on how AJ networks because he's so good about it. But then he's also just really great at connecting. Be like, hey, he's always like, hey, guys, you should know. And then he'll make some kind of a connection. He'll pitch something and see if you catch it or if, if there's a hit there. And it's so cool the way that he does it. I mean, he does it very purposefully. And I, I give him big props because he's really exceptional at networking. Yeah, and he actually he's the one who connected us to Roberto Candelaria. Exactly, as well. exactly. So just such a good guy about networking. That's what we mean is that his network is so diversified. You never know how you can connect to people thereafter. And just by doing that, I mean, as we're talking about him, he's so memorable with it. Right. And I know for a fact this is the way he lives because I've heard on more than one occasion that he's just on it, man. He's connecting, really wants to know what you're doing and really wants to invest in people. And I think that that's a stellar example of somebody who's just a power player for networking. And our, our last 
tip, our last high-level tip, our last introduction to this information is show up authentically. Uh, You know, really, you want to go with your gut because coming across authentic shows the real you. You want to make sure that your commonalities, uh, you know, is there congruence between you and who you're you're speaking with. That part of it is really important because of the resonance thing. It's so are the value systems similar? Do you vibe with that person? Do you see yourself really adding more and investing in the relationship? And even if you're in front of a power player, this is a great example. I was on a blab yesterday and the blab was with Grant Cardone. He's really amazing. He's like a sales expert. He is everywhere in social media. He's the, a major, major hustler. So he's incorporated this thing where every Thursday night he's going to have a Shark Tank version with Grant Cardone where people can get hot seats and talk about their business or their product and he'll he'll invest in it if he sees that there's a potential which is really killer so some of the people and it's just so funny coming in from the outside and I'll jump in on a blab with whoever like I don't care but I don't necessarily have anything to sell to Grant Cardone, um, except for if he were to ask me what I'm passionate about. I'm passionate about what we're doing now with Bot Street Society. Get him on the get him on the podcast. Yeah, that would be killer. And um, so anyway, so people were popping in and out, and the people that got more airtime came in super authentically, and the people who were just kind of clowning like for positioning and stuff like that, it just, it didn't last. It didn't go anywhere. It's just kind of like hot air, right? Not really sustainable because people can read your bullshit, right? If you're being fake or really kind of putting yourself out there or leading with ego, it's never going to go far. It just really isn't. So that's what we're saying is that when you're networking, especially with power players or influencers, and I would actually say all the time, just show up authentically. So there you have it, Boss Street Ballers. Those are our seven power tips for networking. Make sure to let us know what you think. Our handles on Twitter and Periscope at Boss Street Society. You could always check us out on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash boss Reese society dojo d-o-j-o we hope you enjoyed the show we'll see you monday thank you for listening to the boss free society podcast if you want more connect with us on facebook at boss free society fan page twitter at boss free society or join our group of other boss free minded peeps at the boss free dojo on facebook <laughs>